Wake up, it's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, guys. Welcome to the morning motivation. I'm your host, Brittany Daniel. I hope that you guys are doing well. Happy Monday. Hi, guys. I know it's very different doing morning motivation once a week. I don't even know if I like it yet. Um, I was having withdrawals this week. I missed you guys so much. Every day I was like, I want to talk to my people. I want to talk to my morning motivators. So thank you guys for showing up. I know it's a different schedule. I'm still on the fence if I like it. I'm just going to be 100% real. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like talking to y'all once a week. Um, I miss you guys so much. But good morning, Ashley. Good morning, Nana. And good morning, Brandy. Hi, guys. Good morning, Diamond Heart. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, such a lady. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you guys are doing well. Tell me in the comments how is your how was your first week of 2023? It felt really long. Is it just only been a week? It feels so long. <laughs> it feels like that was a very long week. Um, but I hope you guys are doing well. Good morning. Oh, you did? Oh, I don't know why. I'm sorry. Probably because I posted it late. I normally have it already just up. Um, ready to go. And I posted it late. That might be why. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Adonis. Good morning, Kiki Grand Rising. Thank you guys for being here. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, again, I was telling them, I was like, I don't know if I like the new schedule. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. Um, I like more of the freedom that I have with my time, but I really do miss talking to y'all every day. I really do miss the routine been slacking on the routine uh, behind the scenes. Not going to lie to you. Good morning, you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, but how are you guys doing? How was your New Year's? I hope that you guys are just a well, loving life. Let's not wait too long to get our prayer. Let's get our prayer in real quick. And we're going to jump into today's topic. I know I miss y'all so much. And if you guys hear that beep, it is not an alarm. It is actually, no, it is an alarm. My alarm battery is low, not a fire alarm, just my alarm alarm. And I'm downstairs. So forgive that. That's a very annoying and there's nothing I can do about it. I can't even take it out um, until I, change, oops, excuse me, until I change it. So, okay, let's get into our prayer, y'all. So, <clears throat> Oh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you allow, for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I pray anyone listening now and later will just get something downloaded in them that they need. I pray that you continue to guide their steps. I pray that you make 2023 one of their most productive years of all time. I pray that any distraction, anything that's holding them back from being who you have called them to be, be removed right now. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, you guys. I know, me too. <laughs> Desi says, I felt lost without it. I, yeah, it was different. It was like, okay, I enjoyed the sleeping in. I ain't gonna lie because my schedule is a little different. Um, but I, I, I felt less productive. I felt like I didn't connect with y'all. I felt like it wasn't enough. I can say though, that there were more views on the last video, but that's because you guys didn't get you know, all five during the week. But thank y'all for being here. Good morning. I was a little nervous. I was like, did my people gonna show up? They not gonna show up because I'm not on every day no more. Y'all, Zara came to say good morning. Come here, baby. You guys haven't seen Zara in so long. Say hi. Say good morning. Oh, my baby just woke up. Oh, she's so creepy. Oh, you want to stay? <laughs> she's like, no, I want to stay up here. Good morning, you guys. So. Okay, let's jump into it. So today we are going to talk about Zara's <laughs> just here today. Hi, baby. Hi. Today we are going to talk about how there are certain things that we shouldn't overlook. And we talked about goals. Hi, guys. We talked about goals all last year, right? We beat goals over the head with the dead, you know. Course, I gave you guys some uh, tips on Monday, last Monday. I gave you guys a whole video on goals last Wednesday. If you did not check it out, sat down, I recorded a video and edited it, edited it. And I was proud of myself because I haven't edited a video in months, months. Okay. So I did that. So you guys are goals out, right? But here's some things that I want. <laughs> She's like just going to sleep up here. Some things I want to talk about on, there's a difference between a goal and a plan. 
a lot of people don't like either one. Sometimes either one can be a little stressful. Uh, and there is a difference between goals and plans. Hi, baby. Hi, mama. <laughs> there is a difference between goals and plans. And I want to kind of break them down because we're in the beginning of the year. We're starting fresh for some of y'all. Some of y'all have new goals. Some of y'all have continuous goals. And there is an extreme reason why certain goals never become, never manifest. They never get brought in from your mind into reality, right? And that's because there is no solid plan. Thank you, mama. There's no solid plan. In order for any goals to manifest, they have to have, you have to have plans with action steps in order to execute them, in order to bring them into fruition. So the difference between those two is like a goal is like a dream, a wish. You know, I would love if this were happened. This would be great if this happened. Um, getting a, starting a business, having a family, whatever the case may be. That's a goal, right? I want the house. I want the the new, the promotion. I want the career. I want the YouTube views and subscribers. Those are goals, which everybody I believe should have goals. I was talking to somebody. Good morning, you guys. I was talking to somebody and they were like, it's stupid to have goals because you could disappoint yourself. And I was like, yeah, but then you cannot have goals and not get nothing accomplished. You know what I mean? Like, I believe everybody, I really believe everybody should have goals because the Bible says a man without vision shall perish. And if you do not know where you're going, where you want to go, life will pass you by. You'll look up and you're going to be 30, 40, 50, and you're not going to accomplish anything. or You're not going to possibly feel fulfilled. Now, there are two ways to go about this. Do you have plans for yourself and God, because those are two different things, right? What God has for you may not be what you initially want and vice versa. So thinking about that, like what is this also aligned with me? Because again, there's no point to have a goal if it's not in alignment with you, because even if you reach that goal, even if you get that goal, it may not bring you the fulfillment or the happiness that you truly think it should. The only things that happen, hi, good morning, Shamber. The only things like that that happen are the ones that God gives you unfortunately, at least in my, in my, to me, that's been my experience and things that I've seen from people. I've seen people get a lot of great things and accomplish a lot and feel empty inside or achieved a lot and felt empty. So we want to make sure that our goals are in alignment if you are God focused, right? Um, again, because you don't want to, you don't want to just have goals and achieve stuff and then still feel empty on the end. There's no point. That's just like endless work. That's like, going 10 miles and hitting a dead end. Like, oh, I want to do that, right? Because you got to go back. So the difference between those, the plan is an action item list, right? A plan is, okay, this is my goal. I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this to achieve my goal, breaking them down to bite-sized action steps. And so I love a good plan. I am a planner. I have planners. If you guys do not have a physical or a digital planner, Highly recommend you get them. I love digital planners now um, and not even a digital planner type of girl where I like have stickers and all that. It's really my iPhone. I use my iPhone calendar. I schedule things. I make things happen. Um, however, a schedule also is different than a plan, right? You have to plan out the things that you want to do and how you're going to accomplish and achieve them and then schedule time to do them. So don't think that the two are the same because they're not, right? You can have a plan to start a YouTube channel, but you never scheduled the time to film a video. You never scheduled time to um, strategize on what your game plan is and how you're going to show up on your channel. Um, you've never done all of that, right? So there's a whole different ball game. But we're going to talk about plans today. We're not going to talk about a schedule. I think y'all know how to do a schedule. If you don't, it's okay. But here are some things that I feel like we should plan out. And this is just my personal point of view. And then you customize these to what matters to you in your life, right? So the first one I want to say is like a health plan. What is your plan to maintain your health? The reason why I put pl health plan first be is because health is wealth. You know, if you're not mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually healthy, then all is lost in some regard. If something is off, with, especially your physical health and your mental health, then it's a domino effect, right? I feel like regaining spiritual health is really doable if, you're, if your body's physically healthy, if your mind's physically healthy. But what are we going to do in 2023 to ensure that our physical health is, is adequate? 
So a health plan, what kind of foods are you going to consume and what kind of foods are you not going to consume? You know, have you watched a documentary and now you found out that, you know, pigs don't eat nothing but trash. And so you're no longer going to consume pork. (laughs) That's a fact. What foods have you researched the foods that are high in cholesterol? Does high blood pressure run in your family? Do you does diabetes run in your family? What is your health plan? What, how are you going to make sure that you don't end up like mama and papa and, and all of these things? Are you going to incorporate more fruits and vegetables in your diet? What's your food plan? Those are extremely important. So I'll share y'all. I'll share this with y'all. When Thanksgiving hit, all my health stuff went out the window. Like I wasn't thinking about non-dairy. I wasn't thinking about not consuming cheese. I was like, anything goes, it's the holidays, mission thick 2023 commence, right? That was my mentality. I was like, all of it, you know, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I'm going to do what I want to do when it came to my food. And so I really did not pay attention to the fruits and vegetables. I did not pay attention to uh, what I was consuming. Okay. And that went on all the way up until last week. It's a it's a slippery slope. <laughs> it is a slippery slope when you start trekking back. It's just like you just go do 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 because after Thanksgiving, then what happens? Then it's the holidays and it's cozy and everybody has cheese spreads and spinach dip and mac and cheese and all of this stuff that I normally don't consume on a day to day basis. I was just ravaging through buying milk. I don't even drink milk. Not regular milk anyways, buying milk and drinking eggnog and just rabbit hole of savagery of food consumption, which is very unhealthy. Very, very unhealthy. It's okay to eat it in moderation, right? We can have the things that we love in moderation. I'm not telling you don't eat the cake. I'm not telling you don't eat the cheese. I'm not telling you because I would be a whole hypocrite if I sat on here and told y'all not what not to eat. However, comma, pause. What we want to do is make sure that we're not overly consuming in things that are not good for us. Of course, if you have a craving of some little cake, get some cake. You got some craving of some cheesecake, get a little, get a little, you don't need a whole thing. You just have like one slice, maybe two, you know, and it's the, it's the, uh, the over excessiveness that we tend to, it's just the over, it's, it's the over consumption of things that makes things unhealthy. So what is your what's your plan for your health with food? When it comes to food, how are you going to moderate or mitigate the things that you know you ain't supposed to eat? And I'm going to tell y'all like this. If you haven't hit 30 yet, you still feel pretty good in your 30s, right? When you're 20s, you could eat dang near any anything you want, you don't feel it. You go to the bathroom, it's gone. You know, if you don't have any health issues in your 20s, your body just feels like a machine that can just take on anything, right? You can binge drink, you can do all these crazy things when in your 20s. In your 30s, you still feel good. You still have a little bit of that left, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, but things start to affect you differently. You know, cheese affects me way differently in my 30s than it did in my 20s. And as you get older, as your body progresses, it inevitably gets worse, right? That you become more intolerant to things. But I want my 30-year-olds to know just because you still got a little bit of that youth in you, don't play yourself. Because I see a lot of my peers, because most of my friends are in their 30s. I see my peers consuming as if they're young. And I'm like, we getting up there because some of my peers are reaching 40. Some of my peers aren't, um, are they up there? Okay. So I'm just like, y'all, we can't eat the way we used to eat. I understand you want to go to the to the food court and munch on that that Chinese chicken. It's not probably the best for us, right? I was watching there. There's this new show on on Netflix. It was frying everything. Everything looked delicious. But I was just looking at what they were frying in it, canola oil, vegetable. All that stuff is horrible for us, y'all. So really pay attention to what you're consuming, even if you're young. Doesn't matter what age you are. We should really pay attention to that. Make sure you're getting your fruits and vegetables in. If you don't like eating fruits and vegetables, make sure you're drinking them. Some sort of consumption of fruit and vegetables, y'all. Because everything else that we eat is horrible. 
especially in America, can't speak for other countries. You know, everything is fried. Everything is. And if you don't cook, please do, because you don't know what those people are doing behind the scenes in those kitchens. You know, you go to a, a, a chicken spot, you can't see back there. You know, we don't know if they kicking the chicken on the ground. They playing soccer. Well, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And I hate to be that person, but I really, it's that important. Like we have to make sure that we have a plan for the foods that we eat. So then we can say, you know, I already had, you know, I already had a little cheese this week. I need to lay off the cheese. I already had a little, you know, some cake this week. I'll need to eat it. Not that you can't. It's just in moderation. It doesn't matter what size you are either, because you can be small with diabetes. You could be small with high cholesterol. You could be small with a lot of health issues too. So don't think because you skinny, and I can say this to my skinny folks, don't think because you skinny out there and you ain't gaining no weight that you're healthy because that's not true. Okay, we got to make sure that our food consumption, excuse me, our food consumption is regulated. All right, good morning. All right, so the next one when it comes to our health is our exercise. What are your exercise plans for 2023? And I'm not talking about I'm going to go to the gym. No, like for real. <laughs> for real. If the gym did not work for you in your past, I'm not saying that it wouldn't because you can always get a vibe for something. You can always start new habits. So I'm not deterring that. But if you know that you do not like going to gym, don't make this your fifth year of that being your New Year's resolution. Find, a, find exercises that really work for you. If you like to skate, if you like to go for long walks, I love hiking. I hate high intense cardio. Like you will not catch me running a marathon. My best friend is a marathon person. He runs every day, runs hunting miles and miles and miles. We'll go on a marathon. That is not your girl. I will clap for you all day long and I will not deter you. I won't even call you crazy. I think it's commendable. I am excited for you, but you will not catch me signing up for no marathons. That's just not who I am. That is not who I am built to be. At least not this, this not, maybe 50-year-old Brittany might try it, but 34-year-old Brittany right here, right now, 2023, I ain't doing it. Just not. So if you know that there's something you do not enjoy doing, then don't kill yourself trying to like force your, find something that works for you. Find an exercise that works for you. Maybe it's jumping rope. There's so many different variables. Maybe, you know, those, they got some really cool hip hop. Like you remember jazzercise back in the eighties when they used to do the dance, they got dance classes. Now they have trap spinning. They have all types of stuff. There's so many things at our fingertips. Heck, there's this the guy on YouTube that he don't do nothing but twerk. And they're twerk exercises, you know, so you don't have to stick to something because everybody's telling you to or social media is telling, telling you to. If you need a trainer, if a trainer is going to hold you accountable, get a trainer. Some people like that. Some people need that kick in the butt. I personally, I worked out with a trainer before. I did like her, but I didn't like the schedule. So, but what works for you? What exercises do you actually enjoy? So then when you go to the gym, you're excited. Or maybe the gym doesn't make you excited, but maybe there's a sauna that gets you excited. Yeah, they got trap cardio. You know what I mean? They have different things that you do. If you like to dance, if you like, you know, that hyper stuff, you like, oh, girl, I could twerk all day. You could do that. They have pole. I'm not telling you to go make that your profession. I would never tell you that. but. They have so many different workouts these days and there's so much free information on YouTube. It's just, are you going to be consistent with it and finding an exercise? That's fun. Exactly. That's that make fitness fun because we have to do it. We have to. Y'all, exercise is a huge part of health. You know, eating is, is crucial. They say eating is about 80% of how your body looks, right? And but the exercise is 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 more. So you want to make sure that you are getting in, even walking. Yes. You know, going to a park, walking around. I love taking Zara for walk, long walks when I have time. You know, if there's a new neighborhood that you want to go park your car and go walk that neighborhood, go look at the houses instead of driving by like a creep like me sometimes and slowing down and look at park your car, go for a walk. That's actually a great idea. I might do that with Zara. There's a neighborhood that I want to walk, you know, or just go walk, put on your workout clothes and go walk and just look around, dream, whatever you want to do. 
There are no rules. There are things that will make, you know, your body do a certain thing or lose this amount of weight and blah, 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 blah. But I want it to be in a healthy way for you all. Right. Whatever works for you. Now, chef, don't make that uh, an excuse not to work out. Be like, I don't like working out at all. So I ain't doing it. No. Sometimes what's best for us has to trump how we feel. Ooh, that's a word. Sometimes what's best for us has to trump how we feel. My grandma has a saying when I was growing up. She used to make me like drink and eat things that weren't really my favorite, but she would have like me just do it just a little bit. It wasn't a forceful thing. It wasn't a, if you don't eat this, I'm a beat you. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. She used to be like, just drink a little bit. And it would be like prune juice or like a green juice or something that was nasty, but it was healthy for me as a kid. And she'd be like, just drink a little bit more. Just drink a little bit more, please. It's healthy for you. She wouldn't beg me, but she would just be like, she would encourage me. She'd be like, I know it's not the best, but it's good for you. And as she would say that as a young kid, as an adult, I'd be like, hey, this isn't like, this doesn't taste like Starbucks, but it's good for me. And so now tasting what people would call a nasty green juice, and they're not all nasty, you know, get some with some pineapple, get some with some apple, it'll sweeten it right up. But I know people that will not try things because it's nasty. It's just like, it's good for you though. Instead of you taking all that medication, you can be drinking this. You know, so pick your poison. You know, do we want to eat, drink things that might be a little nasty temporarily for like five minutes? Or do we want to be on medication for X, Y, and Z amount of years? Because that's what they do to us. If anybody has not been through a health scare, or doesn't have family members or friends that have health issues, all they do is put us on medication. They don't tell you to eat healthy. They don't tell you to cut back on your intake. They don't tell you that you should eat less or and eat and consume more of this. They don't tell you that. The first thing they do is prescribe you some medication. That's it. They be like, here, take this. You got high blood pressure, take this. You got diabetes, you need to check this, take this and do this. Instead of saying, you know what? A good diet and exercise could combat a lot of what you're dealing with. Cutting dairy out, cutting processed foods, cutting fried foods out would definitely help you better. How do you exercise? Do you go for walks? They don't tell you none of that in the hospitals. They will write you that prescription. You're going to pay out the wooza if you don't have insurance. And if you do have insurance, you still might be paying a lot of money. You see what I mean? So pick your poison. I'd rather drink something a little nasty now and prevent, you know, stuff down the road. And ladies, we got to look out for our men too. And I know some of y'all, especially the single ones, might be like, well, that ain't my job. He grown. Yeah, but you don't know how his mama let him eat. So if he's your man, you know, you might want to encourage, you know, when you cook, hey, babe, you know. I know you don't like this, but it's good for you. I need, I need you to eat some. You know, take my grandma's words. Did I say castor oil? I meant canola oil, my bad. <laughs> you know, um, you know, hey, I know you don't like this, but try this green juice. It's really good. You know, get one that's a little sweet. You know, I had one of my little, you know, whatever. He was like, oh, you know, what's, you got some more of that green juice? Got him. <laughs> Ladies, you can be more influential than you think. And especially if you're the main cook in the household or you do the grocery shopping, you influence what your family eats. You really do. So take advantage of that. You know, men are going, men going to eat most of the time what you're going to cook. You know, Hey babe, I need you to eat this. Salad. Just please. I care about you. I want you to be around. I want you to be around to see your kids graduate college, you know, make it real for them. Cause our men, especially our black men die in their fifties y'all. A lot of black men don't even make it to 70 years old, especially our generation. Our food is horrible. So encourage, you know, being that encouraging ear, especially if you know your man like to eat and he don't eat the best. And he love ribs and he let it. Women, use your femininity, you know, sugar, but butter them up a little bit. And boom. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes, for sure. And food plays a big role. Thank you for saying this, Vester. Food plays a big role on our anxiety, our depression, our PTSD. It can contribute to a lot. So thank you for bringing that up. It is a part of our mental health. All right. So next thing we need to talk about when our plans is your doctor's visits. 
I know we spoke a little bit about this in 2022, but I need to bring this up for my people. Do you have your doctor's visits planned out for 2023? We making all these plans. We got these trips. We going to Jamaica in June. We going to do this in this time. We going, our birthday going to be lit. When are you going to the doctor, sis? Brother, have we made our doctor's appointments for the year? And if you haven't, it's okay. It's still, or it's still early. But make those appointments. Do your children need to go to the doctor? Y'all need, we need to go to the doctor every year, y'all. If you got to go for a checkup at least once a year and then find a doctor that looks like you. So you trust what they're telling you or a reputable doctor because they still have this. I don't know what they were taught, but they feel like black folks don't have as much pain as they do, which is garbage. You have a physical tomorrow, period. <laughs> yes. Mira says, I'm on it, girl. I already made my appointment in the bag <laughs> but we need to be making our appointments we need to have our dentist dental appointments twice a year you and your children have to go to the dentist twice a year y'all get your teeth cleaning a lot of insurance cover it and we just waste it go get your teeth cleaned you need one in the beginning of the year and the one towards the end of the year and don't wait till december because everybody in their mama trying to get in there last minute do one in the beginning of the year one in the summer you know make sure you have all of your doctor's visits already mapped out Yes, doctor's visits are on my calendar for this week. Absolutely. You got to because nine times out of ten, ladies, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? Who's going to make sure you and them kids and that man healthy? I'll wait. Because <laughs> men, they just they think about other things. That's a more nurturing thing for the most part. And I'm being very generic. I'm sure that there are fathers out there who do that for their children as well. But what I'm saying is... um. Ladies, especially my mothers out there, make those appointments. Just get them out the way so they're boom. They put them in your phone. Set the reminder for a week out, two days, out, two hours. However, you need to remind yourself that the doctor's appointments are coming up. Um, if your insurance covers it, get everything checked. You know, ask them, what is my, before you go, what does my insurance cover? You know, when you go get tested, especially sexual, my sexually active uh, members out there. You, you have to ask for herpes. They don't just give you those tests unless you they think you're having a breakout or you tell them you've been exposed or something. So you have to ask for those things. You have to ask for herpes. You have to ask for, there are certain ones because the basics are going to test you for chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, I think, are the main three. And that's your STD screening. There are so many more STDs out there. So if you want to get tested for herpes and all that stuff, you got to ask for those tests. They used to think I was crazy. Everything on the list. She was like, you want to get tested for this? Yep. You want to get tested for this? Yep. And it doesn't matter. It's not about, oh, I didn't sleep with nobody crazy or nothing like that. I just wanted to make sure across the board, I knew I was fine. No matter what was going on, you know, especially ladies, y'all ended a relationship, get everything tested. You want to start and enter a new situation on, with a clean slate. You don't need to even worry about, oh, I got to go to the, just go ahead and knock it out. Men, stop, uh, stop waiting on your women to tell you how their doctor's appointment went and you go get tested as well. Cause what men will do is they be like, how your appointment go? Oh, I'm good. All right. I'm straight too. That is not true. Something could be dormant in your body that has not made her way, made its way into her body or it hasn't manifested or it could have manifested in her and could be dormant in you. You could be carrying around HPV and don't even know it, you know, and that has to be, yeah, that's one that, that gets at, you have to ask for too is HPV. So make sure you guys are, and these are just grown up conversations. And I know that a lot of y'all know this, but you'll be surprised of how many people do not get tested and haven't in a long time. Okay. You switch partners, you need to get tested. I don't care if you got to go to the doctor three times a year, four times, it don't matter. Your health is important. Your health is important. And also, God forbid you get something, you want to pinpoint where it came from. You don't want to be like, oh no. We don't, we, we too grown y'all. We too old. We too grown. And we just haven't grown conversations because I could tell you all day, don't have sex. The Bible tells you not, but you look at the world we in, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that we're as healthy as possible. So that's the health plan. Ooh, spent a lot of time on that. Um, yeah, make them dental appointments y'all, because I'll tell you this working for a dental office. What I learned is people that do not keep up with their dental health also have other health issues. Okay, so while you're dating, be looking at that them teeth. Teeth will tell you a lot about a person's health, right? You should be judging if they have 
a lot of cavities and a lot of um a lot of like plaque and stuff like that because that means there there's other areas they're probably lacking too. That's just statistics. I'm just saying what I learned in my, you know, and they say women that don't go to the dentist have a higher um deep to have defects rates during pregnancy. Oh, and here's another thing, ladies, that I want to say. If you had a baby or did not have a baby, when you go to the doctor, especially your OB, your OBGYN, you need to get ultrasounds like every couple of years. They do not do this unless you ask for it. And it is a little pricey. I will say that if your insurance doesn't cover it, it can be a little pricey. But you want to make sure, especially if you're young and you're or you're trying to have kids or you want to have kids one day, it doesn't matter if you're trying. I would mitigate birth control as much as possible. Like if you are not sexually active. Why are we taking birth control, sis? I'm just, I'm, I know, I know that's bad. And I'm, look, let me say this before I say this. I'm not a doctor. So take my, my advice with a grain of salt, but I'm going to give you a few examples on why I say this. I was watching a video of this young lady. She waited her whole adulthood to get married. She was on birth control for 13 years. When it was time for her to have, to start conceiving with, like start having children. She found out that she had a fibroid this big. She said it was a grapefruit. Okay. A grapefruit. Now. I don't know if, if birth control contributed to that. I don't know. But one, and she said she went for her annual exams and things like that. When you go get a pap smear. And I know some women hate pap smears. You need to get them anyway. I understand they're uncomfortable. I understand they hurt. They hurt me every single time. Don't matter how old, don't matter how active they hurt. I get it. However, you need to get it tested. But your pap smears only check your vagina health. And men, you need to hear this too. I know this might be uncomfortable with some of y'all, but you might have daughters. You might have a wife. You need to hear this too. They only check your vagina and they only check your cervix for cancer. They can't see past your cervix when you get a pap smear, right? So. You need to get ultrasounds. I got an ultrasound when I was 16 and a one when I was like 30. I got one last year. So you don't need them all the time, but I would get them every five years. And here's why I wanted to, I knew I what now wasn't married, wasn't proposed to, wasn't even in a relationship. I don't think at the time, but I was like, I'm reaching 30. I want to make sure that when I do meet my husband or when I do get in a situation where I'm ready to have children, I am clear across the board, ready to go. I don't have to work it out. Or if there is something wrong, I can handle it now where it's not an issue. Then I can move forward and progress with, with my body, right? Or I can do whatever I need to do. Um, so I would get hormone checks, fertility exams. Um, I got ultrasounds. I made sure that my uterus was fine. I would didn't have no fibroids, thyroid, you know, got my thyroids checked. Got all, I would get everything. And they'd be like, well, nothing's, and they'll tell you that. Well, nothing's wrong. You're long, you're young, you're healthy. Uh, 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 uh. Just because I look good on the outside, don't you don't know what's going on in the inside. That's why we need those exams. That's why you need an ultrasound. I got a CT scan on my abdomen just to make sure that my gut health was fine. Um, you know, you get your uterus exam. So there's an ultrasound that's above, right? Just like if you were to be pregnant, they do one. And then they have one that they probe and they go inside and they look around and they look at your uterus. They look at your fallopian tubes and your, your, um, your fallopian tubes and what what is, 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 is peaking my brain. And I know this, you know what I'm talking about? Somebody put in the chat because <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about, where your eggs come from. Um, but they look at everything. Right. And they make sure that your follicle, they can see if your follicles are good, if it looks like you're like they can check everything prior to you trying for a year. And then you find out you got issues. Make sure that we're staying on top of our health way before it's a problem. Preventative is better than nothing. So when I'm ready, I know I'm good to go. And like God, unless God says the same, you know what I mean? Like I'm good to go. So we want to make sure that we are really being thorough. It is your responsibility. I'm telling you, these doctors, you were just another one to them. Is even if even the good ones, you were just another patient. They're trying to get through their day just like you're trying to get through your day, you know, with your clients and your stuff at work and things like that. So it is your responsibility to ask the hard questions. It's your responsibility to have the uncomfortable conversations. It is your body. 
it is your body. Nobody's going to do it for you. And and if it's your children, nobody's going to do it for your children either. So my personal, my personal opinion is if you are not sexually active, do not be on birth control. You're, you're regulating your body unless you were told otherwise for a specific reason. But I feel like you're, you're regulating your body. You're making your body do something it does not naturally do. And any interference, nat- not unnatural for an extended period of time could possibly be r- the reason why we have all these issues. Get your eyes checked too. That's important. I need to actually get an eye exam soon because my prescription is old. <laughs> my prescription, I got little glasses. Little glasses ain't even in style no more. That's how you know how long. My, I, so I need to get my eyes checked too. Thank you for the reminder. Um. Yeah, floss every day, non-negotiable. Flossing is important, y'all. It is important, okay? All right, so let's go into um, plan. So we talked about health plan. I, I beat that with a dead horse. So we talked about food, exercise, and doctor's visits and your overall health. These are st- extremely important. So what are your plans? So this week, you know, you can call, start making your doctor's appointments. You can start talking to your family about how you're going to change the food regimen a little bit or talk to yourself or don't talk to them and just know that, hey, you're going to plan something a little different this time around. Right. And make sure you get all the doctor's visits and then think about an exercise that is really going to make you excited to go outside or uh, do the exercise that's going to keep your heart pumping so that you're around for a long time. All right. So the second one I have is your spiritual plan. Um, how are you planning for a better spiritual connection with God this year? You know, are you going to be the same as you were in 2022? How are you going to grow spiritually? You know, do you need more prayer? Do you need to join a church? And I want to say this because I understand. Um, I will tell this time last year, you couldn't pay me to go to church. Okay, I was like, ain't nobody about to go. I'm good. I got God. I don't need no church. I got a Bible. I know how to pray. I I got T.D. Jakes. I got Pastor Torrey on the TV. I don't need no church. That was me last year. If y'all know, y'all know, because y'all morning motivators, y'all been here. I joined a church back in July of 2022. And I understand people's hesitation about going to church. I get it. I, I, if, if don't nobody understand, I understand. But what I will say is with the right church, right? You got to use your discernment. If you go in there and something don't feel right, or if it ain't for you, then do next, try another one, right? Because it should be something that feels good to your spirit. You know, you're connecting with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity when you're in church. So it should feel good to your spirit. It should feel like home to a certain extent. So is is that something that you need? Do you need praise and worship? Do I I don't know about y'all, but I can't go but so long without going to church because of the atmosphere my church provides, because of the friendships that I've made, because of the energy I have. I go to a very young church. Like my church, a lot of the people are my age, right? We got some seasoned saints, but most of it is ran by people my age. My pa- I think my apostle, our pastor is like maybe in his 40s. If he's 50, I'm shocked. Because he don't look like it. Let me just say that. So he's probably in his 40s. But I really enjoy my church. I enjoy serving at my church. I enjoy the spiritual messages I get. I grow spiritually. I grow closer to God, I believe. And if that's something that you've had in a long time, I really encourage you to try it. I understand you may have been church hurt. But just because we're hurt in one relationship doesn't mean we're going to stop trying for other relationships, right? If you want to get married, just because you got cheated on in one relationship doesn't mean you're going to stop dating to find your husband. Right. Or to be presented to your husband. So, you know, what is your plan to find a church this year? Do you need that extra dose? You know, you might have been doing all right by yourself. Right. But what do you. What do you want to what do you how do you want to grow that? How do you want to establish a better a better feeling, you know, a better connection? Some people feel like they can never hear God. You know, have you been to church to try some other remedies? If there are demons that might be in you, and I hate to say demons because it sounds so horrible, but there might be things in you that you've been battling with that need to come out. And if you know, you know. If you like, oh, girl, that's too much. Well, my bad. But it is what it is. 
you know, all of us got something. You ain't none of us perfect and you never will be perfect. There's never going to be a church you're going to step into. You're going to be like, oh my God, I'm, I'm perfect now. It's not going to work like that. But for me, what church has done is established um, more accountability in my life, held my standards a lot higher, have, um, it, it really helped, helped develop me as a person. And for those of you who've been watching me, you know that feeling. And Cooking with Ross says, I actually prefer online church. I did too. But here's the thing. Here's the difference, right, between church and online church. My church, I've been in person, right? And I would feel what was going on in the room, in the atmosphere, in the praise, in the Holy I felt the Holy Spirit in the room. I watched the same sermon online. And although the message was good, the feeling was so different. When you are worshiping, it is a feeling. And that's why I feel like a lot of men have a hard time with praise and worship because they've been taught to like close out their feelings so much. They taught to like bury their feelings. Um, when you are, and you can do this in your home. You don't need a church to do this, but there is something very special when there are hundreds of people praying, meditating, thanking God, praising God out loud. The feeling is just, you just can't get that at home by yourself. And there's a reason why the Bible asks us to go to church or tells us to go to church so that we can be established with like-minded people, you know, in, in certain things. Like, I love my friends to death. There are certain things I can't talk to my friends with, my ride or die friends. You know, my homegirl came into town. She was like, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to church on Sunday. And I was like, that's fine. I understand that. I'm not pressuring anybody to go to church. I understand that that's a very personal journey. However, for me, it has been life-changing. So, I would say if you haven't been in a while, I would say make 2023 a, a day where you try it. Just try it. Try a new church. Find a church that you feel like, okay, church got a little good message, got a little nice vibe. I see what's going on and just see how you feel. Because I know once I started going, I got a little addicted. Like I was there all the time because I loved, I loved the atmosphere. Gone or old church is kind of out the window. Like the church we grew up on, church ain't like that no more. So if you're if you're basing the reason why you don't want to go to church or you're not really interested on like old school church, that church, those church days are gone. Like they're they're really gone. Like my apostle doesn't even dress in suits. He wears street clothes. You know, um, they're nice street clothes, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't dress in a suit. Everybody ain't ain't no I seen one hat, one big hat at my church Sunday one. And of course it was from a seasoned saint. So the old school church that couldn't talk, couldn't, I was eating in church. I'd be having my coffee. Like you don't have those like strict rules. Now, if you have children, they have great children's churches and children's ministries. There's so much more available and such a, it's a very different experience than what we grew up in. So I'm going to get off the church thing, but I will want to say that I really highly recommend you guys at least trying it um, this year. Um, chef says, Hey, Britt, not sure who you are, but I felt compelled to listen to you this morning and I'm glad I did fantastic talk. I'll be back. Oh, thank you, chef. Appreciate it. Um, more says maybe think of, of it like online dating, just talking online in the chat and video and making in person is different. You, you get the feel, uh, you get the feel everything and you might have tried might have to try a few different ones like dating. I love that analogy. Thank you for that. Mira's right. Like that is a really good way to put it. It's like going, doing church online is like online dating. The, you can see it. You can hear it. It's great. I, I went to online churches. I'm not knocking it. I understand it's convenient. You can wash dishes. You can, you can um, clean your house. Everything is, but when you it's like connecting with somebody in person. When you connect with them in person, it's different. Have y'all ever met somebody, talked to them on the phone, and y'all hit it off on the phone, but then you got in person and you was like, this ain't that. <laughs> this ain't that, okay? Uh, could pray over my relationship with my partner to get stronger. Absolutely. Um, so she Amber has a prayer request. You guys continue to pray over our sister. She Amber, Shalina, please pray, uh, give her strength, give her, uh, diligence in this season and pray over her family. Ow. 
I appreciate it. Congratulations, Melon and Honey. Congratulations. All right. We're going to move off of church. Meditation. All right. Meditation. Um, I believe meditation can be a form of prayer. Prayer is meditation. However, meditation, give yourself opportunity to hear God and what God has for you. So have a meditation plan. Plan to meditate once or twice. Once or twice a week. You feel me? So you can hear what God has for you. All right. We're running out of little time. So let me go down to our financial plan. So we talked about health. We talked about our spiritual plan. And we are talk, we're going to talk about our financial plan. So how much income do you need? So whatever your goals are, right? Whatever your goals are, how much money is it going to take to, to make that goal happen? Before we can figure out income and savings and all of that, we have to figure out what is our aim point. What do you, how much do you want to make a year after taxes? Cause you know, they're going to take tax out. Yeah. After tax, let me do it this way. Cause the cup is cuter. This one. <laughs> after taxes, how much do you want to bring home? And if your job is not offering that right now, if that's something that you can't get, now is the time to either consider other jobs or getting another one. Y'all our parents and grandparents used to work two and three jobs. And if you don't have kids, now is the perfect time to do it. If you have children, you got to, you know, do what you got to do. But the people that don't got kids, now is the perfect time to do it. Is your life a little bit more stressful and harder? Yep, but you be all right. Pressure makes, pressure makes diamonds. So once you figure out how much you want, like the goal, right, how much you want to make, what is your income strategy? What are your sources of income going to be? Are you got the nine to five? That side hustle you want. And I understand. And this is the thing, too, that people when they make side hustles or when they want to start starting a business and a side hustle are two totally different things. A side hustle is something you do on the side to make extra money. Right. Braiding hair, cutting hair. Um, maybe you got uh, you, you sell lemonade like that's a side hustle. A hustle is not a business. A business is going to take a lot of losses before it makes a profit. That's just how business goes for the most part, right? So think about that. If you have a nine to five job and you want more multiple streams of income, are you trying to increase, you know, with a side hustle or do you want to invest in a business? And if you do want to invest in a business, then you may have to take a few months to a couple years loss before you start, unless you already have something that's already making money. But those are two different things. So you have to determine, do you want a side hustle or a few side hustles or a few things you do on the side to make extra money? Or do you want to start a business? They're different. It's a very good topic, by the way. Okay. So side hustles and business are different. How much do you want in your savings? What's your savings goal? And then if you have a savings goal, then you need to break that down. And how much each paycheck are you putting into your savings? I pay my tithes and I save first before I pay bills. They get whatever's left. I pay God and I pay myself first. So what is your savings goal? How much do you want to save? You know, if you're only saving 10%, then factor out how much that's going to be at the end of the year. That might not be enough to get you to your goal. You might have to up it a little bit. So think about that. What is your savings goals? What are your investment? What's your investment plan? Excuse me, savings plan, not savings goal. Savings plan. What is your savings plan? Then what is your investment plan? Are we about to die? What is your investment plan? Are you buying stock? Are you going to open a Roth IRA? Are you going to get into real estate? Like, what is your investment plan? We got to think long, and these are long term. Anytime you invest, it's long term. It's not no quick. It's not no get rich quick scheme. It ain't no trading. Is not investing. Trading is an income driven thing. Okay, so what is your investment plan? What are you going to do to ensure that your investments are on point and that you're actually putting money aside each and every month to make sure that your investments increase or your investments are doing what it needs to do? All right. And the last one for finance is credit. How are you going to make sure you manage, maintain, or build your credit this year? 
If you are buying a house, this is extremely important. If you want to start a family, this is extremely important. Make sure, okay, IRA and maxing my HSA. Absolutely. You know, what is your credit plan for the year? You know, do you have things that you need to clean up? Do you have things that you need to start paying off? Do you have things like what are you doing to ensure that your credit is on point this year? Especially like I keep saying, you homeowners, say if your credit isn't great now, but you want to buy a home next year, start now. Don't wait until you, you're ready to do something, then do it, y'all. We got to be proactive. Always think ahead. Always think in the future. Always think if I do this now, it's going to make this easier later. You know, just like going to the doctor and making sure my body was healthy a couple years ago, it's going to make it so much easier later. So make sure that you're you're looking into that credit. Okay, got 10 minutes left. Last one, the last plan is family. But family and relationships, and we'll kind of talk about those hand in hand. What is your family plan? What is something you want to do that you haven't done yet with your family? Um, and if you're married, this is something you and your spouse should sit down and talk about. It's top of the year. Hey, what do we want to accomplish this year? What do we want to do? Is this the year we're going to start trying for kids? Do we need to save up for kids? Do we want to take a vacation? Do we have a family reunion coming up? What is your family plan? Do you want to, do you know that you guys want to get engaged? Do you want to get married? If those things are on the list and there are things that you should be discussing prior to, how are we going to do the bills? What do you think? Like there's so much planning that goes in. Black folks, we got to stop being reactive to stuff. You know, one thing our white, our counterparts, excuse me, I don't want to say in a race. One thing our counterparts sometimes have over us is just a plan, planning. And I understand people say, well, you tell your plans of God, he laughs or you do this and you, but yeah, but you're supposed to still plan. At least have one. And if things change, then you just adjust, you know, that's where your resilience and flexibility come from, but you got to have a plan. You know, it's great to talk about things, even if you're not trying to get pregnant, talk about, hey, when do you, you know, how do you want to do you want to homeschool? <laughs> Somebody said, don't forget about a prenup. <laughs> talk about that, too. What? How do you feel about prenups? That's not something that's not a bad conversation to have. You rather talk about it early to know the temperature of your partner versus waiting until it's time to do something. Then it's then it's too much involved. There's too many feelings. There's too many emotions. Talk about all that stuff. You're dating. If you're dating, especially with the intent to get married, you should be talking about marriage. I, I don't understand. Well, we can wait on that till we get. Why? I need to make sure while we're dating that this makes sense. Do we see things the same way? Are we on the same page? Do you want to put your, you know, you don't have kids yet. You're not even planning on kids. Who cares? Hey, I want to homeschool my kids. No, I want my kids to be in public school. I want my kids to go to private school. These are things that we should be talking about. Because then you can plan for them. Okay, we want our kids to go to private school. We're going to need, okay, what do, how much do private schools cost? Okay, they're X minus Z amount of money a year. Okay, that means we need some more money. I, hey, babe, I want to be a home, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. All right, but you work in the city five days a week. How are we going to make that work? Do you want the kid to go to daycare? No, not really. All right, well, maybe we should be starting to look for some stay-at-home jobs. Like these are the things that we talk about so that we can prepare for them. So then when it happens, it's not all of this tussling going on or we're not pissed because our lives didn't turn out the way we wanted them to be. We got to stop being so passive with our lives and be more proactive. And if it's in God's will for you, I mean, you make sure you pray about it. You make sure you stay in alignment, but we have to do the work. One thing they said in church yesterday is we always talk about faith without works is dead, right? But faith and works are, doing, are not battling each other. They're together. He said one thing that he said yesterday, our apostle said yesterday, which was which blew me away. He said, you pray as if God is going to take care of everything, but you work as if you are going to do all the work, like you're going to do everything. So you have an exuberant amount of faith that God is going to show up for you and God is going to align your steps and God is going to do the things. But then on the flip side, you work as if it's only you doing it. So then the two go hand in hand, right? We can't just be like, oh, I want a baby. Do you even know when you're ovulating? 
Do you know your cycles? Have you been paying attention to your body? Have you been tracking your 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 menstrual? Like there are <laughs> you understand? Does that make sense? Does that make sense, y'all? Does that make sense? Okay. So what do you want your family to look like? What do you do you how many kids do you want? Do you want to be able to travel? Like, what do you want your life? Think future. Think ahead. Think when my kids turn 10, what do I want to do with them? Because this is going to prepare your steps into what job you need to focus on, what kind of career, what type of partner you need to pick. All of these things matter. All of these things matter. Ask that person while you're dating, how are you with budgets? If they say, oh, I hate budgets, I'll never budget. That's something to consider. Oh, you know, I really do really well with my budget. This is how, how do you, how do you do your budget? What do you do? Do you do digital? Do you do? You guys can ask questions without knowing all of their business. Does that make sense? Like, don't let me know. It's my business. Why ain't nobody? I'm not asking how much you make, my G. I'm saying, do you know how to budget? You know, so don't worry about that. And if they, if they feel like they have a, a future with you, then that shouldn't even be any hesitation to talk about. Okay. But a relationship plan, and this is outside of a romantic one. Uh, what do people need to bring into your life to be a part of it? What standards do you set for your life for people to even be allowed to be in it? What type of energy do they have to bring? What type of focus do they have to have? And, you know, everybody won't be on the same page. I still have friends that do different things than I do or don't think the same, but they're all evolving. Or at least they're trying to, you know, and you have different friends in different stages. But moving forward, like, you know, what do people need to bring to the table in order for you to show up for them? Maybe you were the person that was always showing up for people. And then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna fall back a little bit this year because I don't want to be the only one. How do these relationships make you feel? I would take inventory on all of your friends and all of your relationships, whether it be coworkers, whether it be siblings, parent, whatever, and do a temperature check. How do these relationships make you feel? And if there's something that could be better in them, is that in your capacity to do? Could you make them better? Are they great? If they're great, then good. Maintain. Everything takes maintenance, though. You know, um, we never want to forget people. It, it, how can you be a better friend? I mean, sometimes it ain't always about other people. Sometimes it's about us. You know, people get so I've been seeing so many memes and so many posts on Instagram about how you ain't doing this for this person and this person ain't showing up and this and this. And I'm just like, well, what kind of friend are you? Now, I see some people post stuff like that. I'm like, but you're a crappy friend. So, of course, your relationships are going to be crappy. You're a crappy friend. So do you need to show up for people better? Do you, How can you be a better friend? Do you not go to, do you not support your friends? Do you not show up for their events? Like what, in what areas can you be better? Bester says, not everybody is meant to go on the journey with you and that's okay to let go. That is true. But I'm a firm believer in fighting for our friendships. I, I am. I don't believe in that. Um, Especially if they're, if, especially if it's a good friendship, if it's a good, healthy one, I don't believe in just letting people go. I fight for my friendships. The same as I'm going to fight for a relationship. I'm going, if I'm going to cry for that man and, and figure that out, I'm going to cry for my friend and figure it out. That's just how I'm cut. I'm not about to put a relationship on a pedestal and then my friends are crap. Like, no, I'm going to fight for my friendships just as hard. Now, if I'm fighting for it and I'm the only one fighting for it, or if I see that there's no resolve, of course, you're going to let it go. But some of us don't even try. She made me mad. Did you talk to her? Did you tell her how she could have been done better? Maybe she's unaware. We got to start giving people opportunities to be better instead of just cutting everybody. I'm so tired of us cutting. You don't cut off so many people. You don't have nobody left. <laughs> it's called conflict resolution, y'all. If y'all were good friends for years. Ish, ish, unless unless somebody did something super grimy, it should be worked out. Okay, she didn't answer your call. Okay, she didn't show up to your, your launch. Ooh, talk to her. Talk to him, whoever it is. Let them know how you feel and make sure that you're, you know, that you at least try. Okay. All right, y'all. So thank y'all so much for joining me today. I pray that you guys come back. Um, set your alarms for every Monday at 8 a.m. I really miss going live every day, but it takes a lot of work. 
But I really appreciate y'all coming and showing up and 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 loving and being here with me. I love you guys so, 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 so much. Um, but don't forget to plan. Now, goals are one thing, but you got to make a plan. So we talked about health, spiritual, financial, and family and relationships. So ensure that you guys are making plans. Ensure that you have stuff on your calendar. Make your appointments. Make your dental and and doctor's appointments. Oh, don't forget your forget about your pets. I, Zara is long overdue. Okay, I'm not proud of that. Zara needs um, a lot of her stuff. She needs to go to the doctor too. <laughs> so don't forget about her pets. Monday and Friday, can you go live? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Right now it's Monday. It may change because I do miss y'all a lot. So it may change. Okay. It may change. I'm just going to be, just be ready. I'll let y'all know. But for right now, we're going live Mondays at 8 a.m. Eastern. I hope you guys got something out of it. Do not forget to hit the subscribe button. Do not forget to hit the like button. I love you guys. I am praying for you guys. I pray that you guys have an amazing week. I pray that you guys are just executing your plans. And if you have not started yet, it is okay. You still got time. We always got time. But we want to just make sure that we're we're moving in the direction that makes sense for our lives so we don't look back and be like, well, I didn't accomplish anything. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't take care of my family. I didn't take care. I didn't, I didn't plan. Okay? But I love you guys. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. And I will catch you next Monday on Morning Motivation. Bye, y'all.